0: Alright, um, is this... Yes, okay. So sorry that one level, only one channel is working, but that's just how it's gonna be, guys. Um, but anyway, um, I'm telling you, this headset is the quirkiest one I've ever used. And I did try a different headset, but it didn't work. But anyway, enough said. Welcome to the, um, Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for January 15th, 2024. Believe it or not, this is our first morning show for 2024, by the way, which is kind of interesting. So, there you go. Um, (laughs) Pretty shocked there. Um, Anyway, um, let's go ahead and get ourselves a brief little weather report while we're at it. Um, We'll go to weather.com. Get it from there. Yep, it is 19 degrees outside, guys. It is really cold. In fact, they are, um, there's a winter storm watch in effect. Let me go ahead and read that first, actually. <laughs> winter storm watch from Tuesday, 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I believe today is Tuesday, by the way. Actually, no, today is Monday. Yeah, today is Monday. Um, here's the action pre- recommended. Make preparations for the instructions. This was issued by the Portland, Oregon, U.S. National Weather Service. The affected area is the central Alamut Valley and south Willamette Valley. The description, the winter storm watch remains in effect from Tuesday morning for Tuesday evening. This is what will happen. A significant icing possible. Total ice accumulations of two tenths to three tents of an inch possible, where will it happen? The Central Lambeck Valley and South Lambeck Valley. When will it happen? From Tuesday morning for Tuesday evening. Here at the Impacts, there will possibly be power outages and tree damage are likely due to the ice. Travel could be also difficult too. The hazardous conditions could impact the evening commute, so it is possible our station could get cut off. So be aw- be aware of that, guys. So we may go off the air temporarily if possible. Precautionary preparedness actions. Monitor the latest forecast for updates on this situation, please. And it's just the radar. Act. Alright, as of 8.01 8. a.m. Pacific Standard Time, it is 19 degrees outside in the teens with fair skies. Today, it'll be 27, and tonight, it'll be just 13. In the morning, it'll be 22. In the afternoon, it'll be 25. In the evening, it'll be 18. and the overnight, it'll be 14. Here's the weather today in Dallas, Oregon. It feels like only eight flipping degrees. Eight flipping degrees. Yes, that's right. The sunrise will be uh, ten forty eight AM and the sunset will be four fifty seven PM. Like it really matters, but that's just how it is. Anyway, um Oh and by the way, the flu alert is actually a moderate risk. Watson predicts, predicts the flu risk area will increase to moderate on Wednesday, January seventeenth. That's interesting. Okay. High and low is twenty-seven and thirteen, respectfully. Humidity is seventy-six percent. Pressure is up thirty point thirty-five inches. Visibility is is ten miles. Wind is south east, 9 miles per hour, I think, 2 point is 13, UV index is none of 11, and the moon phase is a waxing crescent, so we're getting pretty gorgeous, I think, 10 days away from that next full moon. Now, here's the hourly forecast, but I'm not going to read that, though, because it's just pretty much warning stuff. I will read the uh, daily forecast though, um, today it'll be 27, um, with mostly with fair skies, um, what is that, 27 with, um, mostly sunny, okay, Tuesday it'll be 29 with rain and hail, plus also it's got the alert levels free there, which we were just reading about earlier. And then, um, Wednesday, it'll supposedly clear up and go back to the 50s. So, hopefully by Wednesday, everything will be feeling a lot better. But, we'll see what happens. But, then again, who knows? (laughs) Don't tell them over nature or anything. (laughs) Just saying. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. We still got four minutes left. I don't think we have enough time to read news. But, um... I don't really want to take a lot of time to read news. Because I don't think we have enough time. I don't know. I think we might just save that for the last segment, guys. But I do want to tell you something. That I did do. I um... I just want to tell you something. Um, Aunt Lou got a new car. Not by choice, so, um... I believe it was a 2012 Ford Edge. The car she had before that was, um, was, um, a 2000 Lexus or something like that. I forget the model, um, but that Lexus pretty much hit the, hit rock bottom. So it forced her to buy a new car. So what she did was she went to McMinnville and, um, Literally trade in the Lexus with a down payment to buy a twenty twelve Ford Edge, and yes, it does have a working radio. Yes, it does. So We're able to plug in the phone and all that good stuff. And it works just fine. So there you go. But anyway, um, and even and even it even has a rear view um backup camera, which is which is even nicer because mom and which even which is. Even nicer, because Mom's um, car didn't have that. But what's funny is Mom's car had the Bluetooth support, but Atlas car doesn't have that. But then again, it didn't have the rear view camera support, so that's kind of interesting. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and put some commercials in, guys. Um, we'll just start with some PSAs here. Again, I'm probably going to have to reinstall Audacity on my computer. Then I could transfer the file over to my radio captures folder onto my E-Drive and just do it that way on my Windows 7 computer. Because I have a more... more appropriate version of Audacity on there I'd like better. Because Audacity 2.1.3, I just don't like, guys. Just saying. I just don't like it. that's just my opinion on the matter. I'm so sorry about that, but it is the truth. I just didn't like it flashing images or whatever. Um, Anyway, um... Sorry about that sound there. It just likes to do that. Um, I think we'll just do a two-minute commercial break because, um... I play, like, a wide variety of music now, like, from the 2000s to the 80s or whatever. So I think this time will let me be a surprise, guys. Yeah. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for January 15th, 2024, our first morning show for 2024. Don't go away. We'll be right back right after this. We'll be right back on January 15th, 2024. We'll be right back. That was The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. And before that, um. <laughs> let me scroll down the history and figure that out. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Again, this is a 1366 by 768 display, so it's a little bit tricky. I think this was meant for 1920 by Dead 80. So there you go. <laughs> but anyway, it is now time for food talk. So let's go ahead and do that. Um, Yes. Let's read some casseroles, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Alright. Let's read about the deep dish pizza casserole. Okay. Okay. Weight Watchers Deep Dish Pizza Casserole. Yep, remember that, Weight Watchers? A recipe for the Weight Watchers 5-ingredient 15-minute cookbook. It's very easy to make, large portions, and only 6 points per serving. Remember that? You get points per serving. (laughs) And it makes 6 servings, by the way. Sorry about that, I was bumping the mic Well, well. These are in US units, by the way, and a rate of 32 minutes. There's five ingredients. Sorry about the whistling, they're just calling the dogs. No big deal. Excuse me again. <laughs> Serve six, by the way. I'll read the ingredients first. Um, one pound of ground round. <laughs> That's a weird name. Um, One 15-ounce can of chunky Italian-style tomatoes. Cooking spray, preferably Pam, but I don't think it really matters that much. One 10-ounce can of refrigerated pizza dough. And six ounces of shredded part-skim mozzarella cheese. Now on to directions, finally. Step one. Preheat the oven to 425, probably in Fahrenheit, obviously. Step 2. Cook meat in a nonstick skillet over medium-high heat until it's browned. Stirring, in it, stirring it in until it crumbles. Now drain it, if necessary, and return it to the skillet. Then, add the tomatoes and cook until heated through. Step 3. While meat cooks, coat a 13x 9 inch baking dish with cooking spray that we mentioned earlier. Unroll the pizza crust dough and press it into the bottom and halfway up sides of the baking dish. Top the pizza crust with meat mixture. Step 4. Bake uncovered at 425 degrees for 12 minutes. We're on step 4, by the way. Top with cheese and bake for 5 minutes or until crust is brown and the cheese melts. Cool 5 minutes before serving. This yields 6 servings, by the way. And remember that each serving is worth 6 Weight Watchers points. Yep, back then you got Weight Watchers points by eating a serving. (laughs) Always found that concept weird, guys. (laughs) But it was worth it, though. (laughs) And step 5, serve with a salad mix field greens and a fat-free or low-fat vinaigrette. If you like, that is. <laughs> that was step 5, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Um, let's just close that off. <laughs> Alright, we got 6 minutes left. Uh, what else we got here It seems interesting? Um... Uh, let's skip darn pizza one. Oh, um, well, here's something that's interesting. I probably won't care for it, but other people might. Low-fat poppy seed chicken casserole. Let's see what other people would think of this. A low-fat, high faced twist on sour cream and chicken casseroles. When I cook the chicken, I usually pan-sear with salt, pepper, and spices like garlic or onion pepper. Or onion powder, I should say. This provides a little extra yummy taste to the overall dish, after all. Wonderful, green vegetables or salad as sides. It's ready in 50 minutes. It serves four to six. The ingredients are five. Oh. Lag there, but okay. Um, ingredients, two cups of fat-free sour cream. One ten 4-ounce can, of condensed 98% fat-free cream of chicken soup, undiluted. I really need to get out of here. All right, well, you want to join me or not, Winnie? I guess not. Guess the dog is not joining us for the show today. Too bad. Anyway, um, 2 teaspoons of poppy seeds. Actually, no, I'm just going to start over, um... Here are the ingredients. Um, I'll just cut all that out. I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to be doing a lot of editing with this episode today. On demand, that is. Two, here's the um, ingredients for the low-fat poppy seed chicken casserole recipe. Um, two cups of fat-free sour cream. One 10-free 4-founce can of condensed 98% fat-free cream of chicken soup, undiluted. Two teaspoons of poppy seeds, interesting, but no surprise there. Two and a half cups of cooked chicken, that's cubed. And one three fourth cups of silvered, slivered almonds. I don't know why, but okay. (laughs) Alright, on the directions. Step 1, preheat the oven to 350. It's in Fahrenheit, by the way. These, US, these are US units as well. Including directions. Step 2, in a greased baking dish, combine the sour cream, soup, poppy seeds, and cooked chicken. Step 3, bake uncovered for 20 minutes. Step four, remove from oven and sprinkle slivered almonds over top. Ugh. Step five, continue baking for 10 to 15 minutes or until the almonds are toasted. And I believe that's it. Um, so there you go. Um, I think we'll just go ahead and stop food talk here, guys. How about that? But anyway... Um, Let's go ahead and put some commercial breaks in. Next segment that's coming up will be TMZ celebrity news. I better get that ready. I'll be using a different browser for that. let Freedman break there, if you're wondering. Music. Top forty. Oh, I have Billy Ellis here. Do we have Rima as well? Boo hoo, we do not. So we can't close out with Rima and Selena Gomez today, guys. Sorry, <laughs> but we can play a little Paul Russell, a little boofing, though. <laughs> yeah, so we'll play that, and I think um, we'll also um, play. Um, um, where you at? Um, we'll start off with Paul Russell, and I'll let the every song be a surprise, but I, but I can tell you right now the first song will be Paul Russell, for sure guys, trust me, the first song, so coming up will be Paul Russell, little Boofang, and the next song will be a surprise, anyway, and then after that will be TMZ Celebrity News, stay tuned, for more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, we'll be right back, don't go away. That was Broken Wings by Mr. Mr. and Little Fang by Paul Russell, just as I promised. So there you go. And this song has a pretty long fade out, by the way. As you're probably wondering, because it's from the 80s and they had long fade outs, by the way. <laughs> anyway, now it's over with, finally. But anyway, it is now time for TMZ Celebrity News. So let's go here to my Google Chrome browser. Because, believe it or not, that's where I usually go to to get TMZ. It eats up the ramp pretty well, but they got works. Anyway, um, Taylor Swift. Second cousin is now claiming he played Cupid. I set her up with Travis, by the way. Um, no, it's not Travis Scott, it's Travis Kells. What else? Yep, Travis Kells, just I fought. Tr- Taylor Swift and Travis Kelce are two peas in the pod these days, by the way, but of course y'all already knew that, <laughs> but in terms of their initial coming together, though, her relative is now coming forward to claim he played matchmaker, Danny Fry Deferred, who's a dirt track racer in Oklahoma, did I turn on my mic, I wonder? Okay, yes, I did. Okay, good. Alright, I was just double-checking. I could have just hovered over it. Oh, well. Anyway, I'll just start over from Danny. Danny Fry the third, who's a dirt track racer in Oklahoma, did an interview this weekend where he revealed he's Taylor Swift's second cousin. And not just that, but he's taking credit for setting up his uber-famous family member with the Kansas City Chiefs tight end. You're welcome, world. (laughs) Now check it out. In Daddy's chat with Flo Racing TV, he, um, he confirmed that he and Taylor are, in fact, related by blood. But he's not just some random distant relative. According to him, they're somewhat close and grew up together. But more importantly, though, DF Free drops a bombshell. ...say he made a love connection between his cousin and TK. That's Travis Kelce, by the way. Although he doesn't really get into the details much at all, though. Danny shows off a screen grab of him and Tay Tay... ...at Chief's game. So he's not totally BSing. It's interesting that this is coming out how, now? Because back in November... Travis had spilled the beans on how exactly he and Taylor got hooked up. By saying someone in her world had played Cupid. And strongly suggested that it might have been someone her own brood... Who knew who he was. But some suspect her brother Austin might have been responsible though. But now... Danny here is saying he's the reason we have one of the biggest and most famous couples in recent memory. But then again, no detail on how exactly it all unfolded, but it ain't hard to piece together the pieces. But presumably, Danny heard Travis Taylor's story on his pod and had relayed the message. The rest, as they say, is history <laughs> Anyway, um moving along, um Dua Lipa and Callum Turner, we dance the night away and now we're going public <laughs> All right. Dua Lipa got caught swaying with a hunky British actor last week. Something they were seemingly trying to do in secret, but now that, that the cat's out of the bag, so are they. The pop star hit the town Sunday night in LA with none other than Callum Turner. The same dude she was seen seen slow dancing with on Wednesday at an After Party, ...for the guy's new Apple show, Masters of the Air. TMZ got video of Dua and, Dua and Callum looking deep into each other's eyes that night... ...looking through a crack in one of the exit doors... ...which certainly um, seemed to indicate they were an item. Of course, once that was out... ...everybody started asking the obvious... Are y'all dating? Are y'all dating? Now a few days later, it looks like Dua Lipa and Callum Turner are asking that question with a very public outing at R Plus D Kitchen in Santa Monica. Where they chowed down with pals and axed the to joint together, side by side, without trying to hide a thing. There's no PDA here between Dua and Callum, sadly. But you can certainly tell they are rolling together, and on its face, it would appear they're confirming that they are dating. Now remember, Callum was asked directly about this during the initial night in question. But he he was mum on the whole thing, not indicating one or another if their dance was romantic after all. Sometimes what you see is what you get. In this case, we seem to have a new couple. Duo reportedly split with her last movie director, B.F., Roman Garvis, last month. There's no better time than now to start fresh in the love department. But Valentine's Day is fast approaching, after all. All Alright. Melissa Barrera, let's try to read this real quick. Reunite Melissa Barrera, reunites with Jenna Ortega amid the Scream cast crisis. Melissa Barrera has been screaming her support of Palestine for the rooftops, which led to her getting 86 from the Scream franchise. It looks like her former cast members still have her back. The actress reunited with her former co-star Sunday night at the motion picture and television funds, seventeenth annual evening before Gala. And Jenny Ortega was standing right by her, literally and figuratively. Remember, Melissa was fired back in November from the seventh installment of the horror franchise over her Israel Palestine posts. Jenna appeared to like a post on Melissa doubling down on her pro-Palestine stance at the time of her firing, and she too also dropped out of a new screen movie, though it was apparently due to a schedule clash with Netflix this Wednesday and not because of MB's firing. But Jenna's support was loud and clear in a new Instagram snap shared by Melissa. Where she was also joined by her, the, her other screen co stars, Misa Gooding, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Liana Liberto, Tony Ravoy, Ski Och, and Jack Quaid, who all appeared to have her back too. Now, as we reported, I believe we're going to go over, by the way, unfortunately, so I do apologize for that. Melissa had doubled down on her pro Palestine stance over Christmas. Well the Scream Empire collapsed with director Christopher Landon also walking away from the new movie. While Spyglass lost their two big leads and their director, Naveed Campbell, recently teased a possible return to the franchise as Sidney Prescott, only for the right amount of money though, really. She initially left the franchise through the pay disagreements, so... That doesn't come as a shock, really, but she ain't biting the hand that feeds her, saying at Saturday's BAFTA tea party in L.A. She's so sad the higher-ups at Scream were struggling. Nevaeh said for the hope of OG screen director Wes Craven and a new cast and crew she really hopes it doesn't fall apart after all. Alright, it took me a while to close that off, but we got there. Anyway, um, I don't really have enough time to put in a commercial even, but I am going to go ahead and put it anyway. Tab went to sleep there, but oh well. Um, the next segment will be um, Pokemon News. We might just play Pokemon Go, obviously. Like, it really matters, but that's just how it is. Alright. I'm just gonna let the music be a surprise, guys. We'll be right back right after this with Pokemon News. Don't go away. Alright, that was Jim by the All American Rejects. Sorry I'm late. Um. Um. Oh. Um, let me check something here, really quick. Okay, it's working now. Okay, good. Okay. You see, um, I record this app these um, shows for on-demand use, but it was getting cut off a little bit. So I don't know if it got cut off a little bit. It was just near the end of the song, so I don't think it really matters. But I want to do it where, even then, I got on late anyway. So anyway, um... Bailey. Anyway, before I'm dizzy Hell by um The All-American Rejects was um, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Um, so there you go. Um... Um, yeah, um, anyway, I I was going to do Pokemon News, while we still will. I think we're going to separate them into different parts. I hope no one interrupts me, because this segment is getting enough bad as it is. I have a lot of editing to do today, I think. In fact, I think I have a lot of editing, I think, to do today. Um, probably a lot of heavy-duty editing, so I think we're going to do Pokemon Sleep first. But first, let me grab my Pokeball really quick. I don't know if I can reach all the way from here. I my headset has a pretty long cord, thank God, but there we go. And I did connect my um, phone to my wireless, well, my boombox, so you'd be able to hear some music. Just for fun. (laughs) Not like it really matters, but that's just how it is. Go ahead and grab it right really quick. Yep, go ahead. This is for Sunday, January 14th. I have a feeling this segment will go over. I slept 17 minutes less. That doesn't really surprise me though. I got up at 6.26. I hadn't set an alarm for 7.30, but I had to get up because I wanted to get ready for the show, guys. So, there you go. But even then, I got up early anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Surprisingly, I only untracked 46 minutes. That's weird. Um, That was the time I was eating my um, Crave cereal. (laughs) I'm the balance type. I set a new record last night, by the way. The night before, I should say. But I think this might do it. And it did! I set a new record again! <laughs> You're welcome, Snorlax. I didn't get a good sleep score. I did give you a good drowsy power, though. Anyway, um uh, we got six Pokemon to about the study, um Let's go ahead and do that, um Sorry I'm not making a lot of talking a lot in this segment guys, I just want to get this done. Halfway there. I've got two slow pokes apparently. pretty bad there. (laughs) Hi. All right, no one's hungry, but I can feed random Pokemon though. Um, I already have an Iggly buff. I would like a, oh, you. I guess I could feed Slowpoke. Beat a Pokey biscuit that might do it. Yes, uh, one more. Never mind. I can feed you one then. We'll just go ahead and stop it there then. You made serious strides to your Pokemon sleep research. Keep it up next time. Yep, you too. Yeah, definitely that photo. (laughs) <laughs> All that research, but you have to ten now. There's a lot of drowsy power, yeah. And since it's Monday, we gotta choose another research site and say adios to Storlax, guys. Sad to say, so there you go. So, first, before we do that, yep. First off, Well you give him up to the Ultra Ring, that was pretty nice. Um, but first, before we do that, let me complete my let me um, claim all my rewards really quick. Or not? Oh yeah, it's right. My bag's full. Um, that sucks. Why is this was just like Pokemon Go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Why throw away. I'll just throw away 11 of these handy candies. I don't know what they do, but... I guess I'll, I'll probably have to throw away a little bit more. Probably... Uh, probably just a lot of the gets alone. Oh well. Now we can clamoroll.
1: All ones, that is.
0: Alright, now let's choose our next research sites. Nice work this week, guys. Looks like you're getting more and more and more and more used to doing research here now, after all. Not by choice, though. Yeah. Your bonus for the series increased by 5%. Yep. So now we gotta say goodbye to Snorlax, everyone. Shall we do that? Oh, we will keep going to the beach now. Oh. let say goodbye to him on air. Take care, Snorlax. Things work greatly because Snoozy studies, everyone. Bye bye. All right. This was from January eighth to January fourteenth, week three. Started doing this since Christmas, by the way. I got him up to ultra one, by the way. Overall grade's an S. That was grade S for softness. Interesting. Hmm. Oh well. Who knows? (laughs) Alright, can we go to the winter wonderland now? No, we cannot. It's beach or bust? Yep, beach it is. Oh, our new Snorlax looks like the green one again. Oh, you've heard salads. That's interesting. Anyway, um... recovery, incense. I'm just not going to my mirrors in. Thank you, Pikachu. And I know this segment's going over, obviously. Deal with it. Feed snorks, really quick. Just a good old fashioned mixed salad. Anyway, um, enough of that. Anyway, um, we have gone over, as you can probably tell, but no big deal. That kind of made up for AB Weird. But anyway, um, uh, now i got to put a commercial in really quick. Um, hmm. I'll just do this one. This one... This one, we'll just do two minutes, obviously. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up will be Pokemon Go. Stay tuned, we'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. That was You Get What You Give by New Radicals on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, everyone. That was the only song I played during this segment because we went over with Pokemon Sleep Guys, by the way. What coincidence. But anyway, um, and it looks like it's actually working in stereo now, actually, so, um, is, is the input on? Yes, it is, but it wasn't working before, but it is now, um, that's weird, um, hmm, I don't, I don't know what the heck is going on here, this is weird, um, you know, I feel like I I would like to do this episode in stereo, but I, I'll probably just split this in mono anyway because, um, because earlier wasn't, yeah, I'll probably just do this in mono anyway. Anyway, let's just go ahead and play some Pokemon Go, guys. Yeah 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 yeah. All right, let's see what Rock. Bro- well, first off, let me un- revive my Pokemon really quick. All three of them are free stars, by the way. and Avalon. Alright, now it's open that present for Rock Ruff. Go ahead and turn around. Do the AR to do this. Found that out the hard way. Actually, yeah, be That that, would be that- Let's try this again. Head over my door because um, there we go. This should be too far away. But why is it doing that? That doesn't look right. Oh, we'll just worry about that later. Um, hey, yeah, you're too a little too late, my friend. I'll healed you. <laughs> Now, gonna open your gift, Rockruff. They keep telling me they got knocked out. And yes, Spurge Park was taken back, too, by the way. Don't know what color it is. I don't really care right now. I have a show to do. Alright, so I'll open this gift up on air. There we go. That's what I wanted. I can hear his cry. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Ah, damn you, Smurgle! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share both, I guess. Apparently, i share free, apparently. I'll share all free. Save the Dropbox. Probably take a little bit. There's a text file there. Close that. Cancel. Sure, you do. Let's see if I got a golden raspberry. Yes, I do. You're welcome. Now, yeah, let's try to catch this. Yeah, you're too little too late, my friend. Nice try. Let's try to catch this marble that tried hijacking my photo. Ultra ball. Ah, oh, damn. There we go. Nice throw. Yeah, good job. Seven days streak, by the way, for wondering. That oh, worth nothing. Should I throw it away, guys? Yeah. Yeah, it's yellow, by the way. Alright, do I have enough room to open up that gift? Yeah, sorta. Or is hard. And my bag's probably full now, obviously. Yep. Alright. Alright. I think I have one raspberry left to feed that. <laughs> I always loved how Vika Vault needs some attention. Suffer through it. You two on, you'll suffer. And speaking of, I already fed you like not liking Rock Ruff. They evolved from like... Rock too. Anyway, I'm um, any coins today. No, nope. I did heal two Pokemon, though. But someone is gonna get knocked out real soon. I did heal two of them, now. But someone is gonna get coins, so. Anyway, um, that's Pokemon Go for you guys. Um, <laughs> I, w- I don't know why my head starts start doing it in stereo, though. I really don't know what's going on here. It's really weird. Um, Check and see if this is the case. No BS. Um, I'll just worry about that later. Um, Anyway, let's go ahead and put some commercials in right now, guys. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to be doing a lot of editing today. In fact, I may have to do some real good editing today. This podcast might still be in mono, guys. Because I think it was being in mono earlier. But now it's being in stereo now. But... I don't know what happened earlier, it was just being really weird, um, but it is what is guys, anyway, um, that's one minute there, um, one and a half, two minutes, we'll just work with a two minute commercial break, and I'll let the music be a surprise guys, um, Maybe I can put the music in now. No, I'm going to let it be a surprise. Anyway, coming up will be um, in the final segment, we'll just do news and weather. Well, probably just news, because I already read the weather earlier, but you get what I'm saying. Anyway, coming up for the music, it'll be a surprise, and after that, it'll be news. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. Now it smells like being scared by Nirvana. I believe before that was Paralyzer by Finger11, right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. It is now 9.40 a.m. It is now time for the last segment, which is news. Do you need to worry about the new COVID-19 variant? Here's what we know. New Year Unwavering Mission. Yep, hopefully they're not going to pay all well, everything, but we'll see what happens. Doesn't look like it is, though. The light green is a new variant, JN.1 in Oregon, the Oregon Health Authority. This is by KFF Health News, by the way. It's winter, that cozy season that brings back the cackling fireplaces, indoor gatherings, and a wave of respiratory illness. Nearly four years since the pandemic emerged, people are growing weary of dealing with it, but unfortunately the virus is not indeed done with us. Nationally, a sharp uptick in emergency room visits and hospitalizations for COVID-19, influenza, and respiratory and virus, or RSV, has began in mid-December. Here are a few things to know this time around. What's circulating now? The COVID virus is continually changing, and a recent version is rapidly climbing the charts. Even though it has only appeared only in September, the variant is known as Jan.1. A descendant of Omicron is spreading, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, otherwise known as the CDC. Lab data indicates that the updated vaccines as well as existing COVID rapid tests and medical treatments, are effective with this latest irritation. But the more good news is that it does not appear to pose additional risk to public health beyond that of other recent variants, according to the CDC. But even so, new COVID hospitalizations, 34,798 for the week that ended December 30th, are trending upward, Although, rates are still substantially lower than last December's tally, though. It's early in the season, though. Though, Levels of virus and wastewater, one indicator of how infections are spreading, are very high. Exceeding the levels seen this time last year. And don't forget, though. Other nasty bugs are going around. More than 20,000 people were hospitalized for influenza the week ending December 30th, and the CDC has reported that RSV remains elevated in many areas. The numbers so far that are definitely going in the not-so-good direction, says Zayed Al-Ali, the chief of the Research and Development Service at the Veterans Affairs St. Louis Healthcare System, and a clinical epidemiologist at Washington University in St. Louis. We're likely to see a big uptick in January now that everyone is back home for the holidays. Now in Oregon. In Oregon, COVID infection rates have plateaued at relatively low levels in most communities, including Portland and Hillsboro, as measured by wastewater monitoring. But some cities, including Bend and Newport, have seen sustained upticks according to the Oregon Health Authority's Wastewater Reports. That method of measurement has become increasingly significant as few Oregonians test themselves for COVID infection and even fewer test results are reported to the state. Now, it may be the case that Oregon is experiencing uptake infections for that JN.1 variant. But nearly 47% of people whose germs were sequenced for the most recent period, the state has tracked December 11th through December 17th were infected by one. But only 15 people statewide were tested positive for COVID that week had their samples sequenced, according to the state health authority. Laboratories in Oregon are encouraged but not required to submit results for sequencing. Health Authority spokesperson Jonathan Modi told the Oregonian Oregon Live. A rise in JN.1 infections, if true, doesn't matter much, Modi said. It's really not significantly different from any of the other COVID 19 Omicron subvariants. All the subvariants have some immune escape properties, they all have some transmissibility properties. But nothing that stands out in terms of severity. He told newsroom in an email that is. Things are looking better than 2020 though. Certainly though. Compared with the first COVID winter though. Things are far better now. Far fewer people are dying or becoming seriously ill. With vaccines and prior infections providing some immunity and reducing severity of illness. And even compared with last winter, when Omicron was surging, the situation was even better. New hospitalizations, for example, are at one third of what they were around the 2022 holidays. Weekly deaths have dropped slightly the last week of December to 839, and are also substantially below levels from a year ago to do. The ratio of mild diseases seriously clearly has changed, said William Schaffner, a professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at Vanderbilt University School of Medicine in Nashville, Tennessee. But even so, the definition of mild is broad, basically referring to anything short of being sick enough to be hospitalized. While some patients may have no more than the sniffles, others experiencing mild COVID can be miserable for three to five days, Schaefer said. But how will this affect me? Am I going to be really sick? Do I have to mask up again? It is important to know these basics. For starters, symptoms of the COVID variants currently circulating will likely be familiar such as a runny nose, sore throat, cough, fatigue, fever, and muscle aches. So if you do indeed feel ill, please stay home, said Marcus Plessa, Chief Medical Officer of the Association of State and Territorial Health Officials. It can make a big difference. Just stop those at-home COVID test kits. Check the extended expiration dates on the FDA website, and throw away the ones that have aged out. Tests can be bought at most pharmacies, and, if you haven't ordered yours yet, free test kits are still available through a federal program at covid.gov. Test more than once, especially if your symptoms are mild. The at-home rapid test may not detect COVID infection in the first couple of days, though, according to the FDA, which recommends using multiple tests over a certain time period, such as two to three days. With all three viruses, those most at risk include the very young, older adults, pregnant people, and those with compromised immune systems or underlying diseases, including cancer or heart problems. But those without high risk factors can also be adversely affected. While mask wearing has dropped in most places, you may start to see more people wearing them in public spaces, including stores, public transit, or entertainment venues. Although a federal mask mandate is unlikely, and by the way, we're going to go over by the way, but oh uh, well. Health officials and hospitals in at least four states, California, Illinois, Massachusetts, and New York, have again told staff and patients to don masks. Such requirements were loosened last year when the public health emergency had officially ended. Such policies are advanced through county level directives. The CDC data indicates that nationally about approximately 47% of counties are seeing moderate to high hospital hospital admission rates Of COVID. I'm sorry about me not pronouncing things right. We are not one to see widespread mask mandates. As our population will not find that acceptable. Schaefer noted. That said on an individual basis. Mask wearing is a very intelligent and reasonable thing to do. As an additional layer of protection. I think I am just going to go ahead and stop it here guys. It's bad enough I'm not saying stuff right. And um. Tell you what, um I already gone over, but I can make it up to you guys. Not bad. I should still be signed in, I think. Yep. Yes, that's correct. Alright, pace. Okay. Alright, we shared a link on our um, X-Feed, formerly known as Twitter by the way, where you can read that Oregon Live article I was just reading, so if you want to check that out, you can. Not like it really matters, but that's just how it is. Anyway, i got to go ahead and put a commercial in really quick before we get this over with. Um, uh, Alright. Alright. Anyway, thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up, music will be a surprise, guys, as always. Anyway, I will maybe see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Probably not, because obviously there will be an ice tomorrow. I'm going to be a little bit concerned if we'll get cut off tomorrow, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But anyway, we'll probably not see you tomorrow. But anyway, thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everyone.